Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. Welcome to today's Q4 Impact Podcast. I'm Ron Regenstreich, and I'm joined by my co-host, Susan Kunselman. Today's topic requires from us to make some choices. Will we be about serving or being served? And Ron, just hearing you say those words, even though I know a bit about what is coming, I think it can create a little bit of feeling defensive on the part of the listener. And I say that because I, as a listener, to hear those words just inherit in them, I get a little antsy because I feel like I might be judged about what I'm doing or not doing. Well, that's a very honest response, Susan, and thank you for that, and thank you for maybe setting at ease the audience to know they're not alone if they're feeling that way. <laughs> that's right. And and my response to that is, pull up a chair, folks, and let's get a little uncomfortable mm. together. I think it, even as you say that, it makes, in my own words, it makes me think that this is not about just doing. And we did an episode several weeks ago under the topic of creating value where we really stressed the difference between being overdoing. And I think that's applicable to keep in mind as we go forward with this conversation, because um, it really, all of this starts with a heart attitude. And that's what we want to focus on today. We've recently even discussed the amount of information that gets thrown at us, mm -hmm. um, wanting us to add something to uh, what we already have, a, a better car, uh, a new outfit, the new kind of jeans that you know fits better than the ones you had before, uh, this beautiful place that you've not ever visited, uh, this, this vacation, this cruise, this whatever. Uh, and it, that's just constant. We're, we're surrounded by it. I don't think we even realize how often those kinds of messages come at us. And so it's part of the reason why we wanted to do this is I think we have to like put it in place in our lives to realize that that life is going to be about one of these two things. It's going to be about how can I enjoy the most I can? What can I do for myself? How can I be served by how many experiences can I have and how much of my day and my week and my year can I fill up with things for me? versus the opposite of that is how can I make my life about serving others? And that's what we're calling out in this particular episode. Jesus very often used words like, it's better to give than to receive. And it is. <laughs> it just it just is. That is, is the truth. true, period. Yeah. 
you know, I, I shared that it's easy to start to feel judged, but the reality is it's not really that far from the truth. And it should make us feel a little bit uncomfortable when we start holding our lives up um, with this question and to ask him to search our hearts because the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And we're told in Hebrews 4.12, I think, that we are going to be judged. Our thoughts and attitudes will be judged. And as a believer in Christ, we have a responsibility to steward all that we have been given because he's given so very much. So it's that balance of not being judged maybe in the the lens of how someone else sees us, but saying, no, Lord, would you judge my heart and let me answer this question in a way that's pleasing to you? And there's a cost to this. There's no question about it. And it it's going to mean that there are times to sacrifice and there is time involved in serving. Uh, there are finances involved in in serving, but what what an upside uh, the the fulfillment that you experience of aligning yourself with the purposes of God by helping others by giving we we are made to be in those settings. I am so convinced that. We are at our very best. It's the best, very best version of ourselves is not when we're getting things. It's mm -hmm. when we're serving, when we're giving. And and Jesus knows this, but we forget. And we get you know, caught by all of the lures that the world the world is a beautiful place and there's so many things to to enjoy we just have to make sure we're not losing sight of the main thing i agree with that it makes me think of philippians 2 where it talks about having the same mindset that that jesus modeled for us to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit but in humility to value others and and their interests and I think, you know, we could almost put the title of this podcast to that. Are we going to serve or be served? So can I tell a story? Please do. I mean, what are you going to say no to that question? No, I won't say no. <laughs> it's your story. It's your podcast. <laughs> so a few a month or two ago, I lose track of time. I had volunteered to go to a Johnny and Friends family retreat. And this year has been a very full year for me. Lots and lots of things going on. And so I have a little, in addition to the story, I also have a confession to make. So though I had volunteered to serve at a family retreat, uh, which for those of you that don't know what that is, it's a retreat that's held uh, annually in a number of locations all across the country and around the world where families that have children that have dis various disabilities get to spend five days in a camp setting and volunteers like me and you uh, assist the families by caring for their children and giving the parents, oftentimes it's a single mom, some time to rest uh, if it's a married couple, time to go out on a date with their spouse to be alone 
And uh, it, it is a highlight for families and hundreds and thousands of families have experienced this over the course of the last years. And I, I did it last year and had just such an amazing experience. So I signed up again to do it this year. And a, about a month before I'm, I'm starting to, uh, I don't know, you know, I got so much going on. I wonder if I should cancel. Is this really too much? I got to drive and it's got five or six days away. I'm going to be away from my wife and I'm going to miss the, I think I missed like a lacrosse game for my grandson. And, you know, and I, I was building the case and, but thankfully I, I said no. And I'm like, no, I signed up. I made the commitment. I'm going to go. Had five of the most refreshing days and joy-filled days, giving comfort and and providing assistance to this amazing family in Central California. And even though when I was thinking of not going, the reasons I was using were, well, I'm going to be exhausted, I'm going to be drained, and, and I have so much travel coming up. And what actually happened was the opposite. I just felt invigorated. I just felt recharged because there I got to live in the truth of it's better to give than to receive. And so I was able to do the better thing. And it's like, why don't I do this more and more? Maybe I should do a second retreat or a third retreat because it's just, it's a thrill. It, that same verse that you used in Ephesians 2, the 10th verse says, we are God's handiwork mm. created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Yeah. That's why we are made. We're <laughs> not made for people to wait on us. We're not made for others to just attend to us. Scripture says we have been created in Christ Jesus to do good works, to serve, to be about carrying out his purpose, about sharing the gospel as often as we can at helping those around us, especially the poor and the disadvantaged. And I'm not saying anything new. This is gospel. This is scripture just over and over and over again. All we're doing is reminding everyone about the call of God on our lives to serve. Yes. I love that you're tying in just the joy and the privilege it is to serve the Lord in this example that you gave compared to the mentality that you could have kind of rested on. And that was the case you were building of it's going to be exhausting, it's going to be tiring, and those are the thoughts that I think go through all of our minds. And it's this choice. It makes me think of something that John Piper uh, has defined as Christian hedonism. And his definition is that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. And so there's this linking of God's glory, even with our personal experience, as we serve him in our life and in various ministries and I, I love that um, he said something else just recently. I was listening to a podcast of his from Desiring God, 
and he is talking about his new book and he posed the question that he asks himself often. And that question is, what do I want to be found doing when Jesus returns if I'm still alive when he does? And his answer was working. And I love that because it is working as, again, he went on to define as doing that that the Lord has assigned us to do. To your point, he has assigned good works and purposes for us to do. That's a good story. I like I like what you just said. I was just thinking, boy, wouldn't it, if if Jesus came back while I was serving at a family retreat, like that would be the ultimate, you know, versus what if he comes back and I'm in a Dodger game or something? I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with going to a Dodger game, but it's a heart stance, Susan. It's that needs to be reinforced because we're being bombarded with the opposite of these things being reinforced. And so we're throwing this out there as a challenge and an inspiration. And that's what we're wanting to do with our podcast. We're wanting to call attention to to scripture, to what scripture teaches. This is this is elementary gospel that our lives are to be about making Jesus king of our lives, lord of our lives, and that means we're to follow him and and and, and live the way he the way he lived as best we can in in our own limited human way fraught with failures and stumbling and and uh yet it's it's having that that true north of like I'm a disciple first. I'm about serving first. I get to have some fun and pleasure along the way, yes, but that's not the main thing. The main thing is following Jesus. And I want to bring it into the everyday because you had the personal example of serving in what I would say is more of a of a large way, but not everyone may have those opportunities. And yet God has still called them and assigned them to a work. And what I mean by that is I'm just thinking for an example, it could be someone in the fourth quarter who whose assigned work is to still help maybe raise or care for grandchildren or to now care for their own aging parents or someone like myself still in a younger generation that still has the work of raising children. And so I think the question and that I hear you even saying, um, I'm just going to put a scripture to is that whatever we're doing, are we working at it as unto the Lord? Because that is what we're called to do. It's it's not hard to think of creative ways for us to serve. It really isn't. You take a minute. I could, I could just write down or say three, four, five different thoughts or ideas. You know, yeah. an older couple. Why don't you find? you know, a young couple that has children and offer to watch their kids if they don't have family close by. I mean, you know, for a couple hours so they can go out to dinner or there's so many things that that we can do. You know, uh, some of you know my story. I was a radical young man and I got saved by a radical savior. And Jesus out-radicaled my radicalness. <laughs> And and the 
the radicalness of the message of the gospel is this is it's it's a it's a life of giving it's a life of serving it, it's not a life of collecting stuff for ourselves it's a life of of giving our lives away for the sake of the gospel for the cause of Christ and for the benefit of others yes and it does start with our mindset and where our heart is before it even touches how our time is spent. I know you spoke earlier about the messages that bombard us and often, yes, they are external, but I find in myself, they're just as often internal because of just my, my natural sinful flesh. And I can get to the end of a week or the end of a long day. And the thinking that begins to creep in is I deserve this. I deserve that. And what we're talking about is a shift of mindset, this radical Jesus that tops, topples on its head what um, we think naturally, what the world tells us naturally to say, no, I don't deserve. Yes, there's a place for rest. We're called to a Sabbath rest. That's not what we're saying, but it's not about seeking to be served, but rather how we serve others as Jesus has first served us. Was that a confession that I just heard? I think you did. Okay, I just I It's it's the proportion. It's the it's obedience. It's it's holding up the the banner of how life should be lived in the midst of of a constant world that says things that are so opposite to the gospel. It's faithfulness to God's call on our lives. It's serve as often as you can. I, I was thinking before, you know, many folks that are wealthy, uh, or even if you're not that wealthy, you know, keep track of, of how much savings you have. You know, I think most of us would pretty easily come up with, you know, pretty close. Here's, here's what I've saved so far in my life. And uh, maybe we should start something else. Instead of doing that, we do the other. Here's what I've given away. Mm -hmm. I've kept track of all the things that I've done or given away and, and keep track of that and set a goal, not only for some savings amount, but how about a goal for how much survey we're going to do? Yes. So. And joy in that giving. It's funny that you say that. My my mom actually will be able to tell you that. And at the end of each year, at some point, and she'll always preface it, you know, I'm not going to share this with you because I want you to think I did so much, but she's genuinely excited because at, at 88 years old, she can't go volunteer at a camp, but where the Lord has blessed her, she can give. And she gets so excited to partner with the way the Lord has called her to to give to these other places and ministries. And there is joy in that work of serving. So I I'd throw this one out. If you're not serving just radically giving, mm -hmm. um, you're missing out. You're really, really missing out. And uh, cause that is of all the and I've experienced as much pleasure as the next guy. I've been to the places, the games, the World Series, the hotels, the golf courses, and whatnot. And nothing compares 
to being in the center of God's will and and find yourself in a position of God using you to to bless another human being. It's it's the it's the gold of life. It's the it's the top. It's it's where the most joy and the most fulfillment is. So let's be radical. This this old radical is calling you to all be radical. Radical lovers of Jesus, radical kingdom minded men and women. I love it. Let's wrap up with a specific challenge. A first question that we can ask ourselves is what does my life, the way that I use my time, my energy, my resources say about my beliefs about serving? So there's one, we have to know what our mindset is and what we're needing to challenge. And number two, if you are serving, whether it's in visible ways or unseen ways, will you ask the Lord to show you if you were serving as unto him, wholeheartedly as unto him and not unto men? We are called for all of our days to serve the Lord with gladness. And that is what I know that we want to do. And we hope that as you listen, you want to do that too. So would you like or subscribe to this podcast on any social media podcast or, or a platform that allows you to do that? And if there's a place to leave a comment, I know I for one would love to hear or to read how serving has changed your life. Would you let us know and encourage others that may be watching as well? Thanks for listening and join us next week when we will start talking about peak performance even past what we consider the prime of life. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Q4 Impact Podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.